Arkansas, man. Yo, that was like the year of flying. You had that song. You had Fly Like an Eagle. <laughs> the year of flying. So yeah. the 90s, I uh, have noted that uh, it was the year or the decade of like uh, flying and superhero-ness. A lot of people mentioned being a superhero and flying around and uh, all sorts yeah. of nonsense like that. But uh, yeah, I've, I like the themes of times. Yeah, Especially right. in music, uh, you could either say it was the CIA messing with our heads, or maybe before the industry truly took over, you know, people were actually out there just writing music. You know, it's possible. <laughs> Had a lot to do with Molly. I think there was a lot of drugs ecstasy. involved. Yeah, when you do drugs, you kind of want to go flying. <clears throat> 90s was ecstasy, a lot of flying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A lot of flying, dude. You could do some flying on some acid, you know? A lot of acid, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm waiting for acid to make that comeback. Right, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, possibly. I'm, t- I'm talking about, like, that government acid. That's you know? what I've always wanted, that that real deal acid to hit the scene. Yeah, it's. You know, I feel like you just, you know, you just got to know the right people. Is that what it is? I feel like that's the truth. I don't know. You know, because, I mean, mushrooms are making a, you know, they're doing good in the fight. Mushrooms are hip. Legalized. Yeah, for sure. People are into the microdosing. Yeah. Not sure if I'm into that. Yeah. I just feel like I would always take it too far. Well, Mike, <laughs> as we do with all substances, we love all to substance. take it too far. And yes, I, I can microdose like two days, but the fourth day I'm coming to work just out of my mind. Well, here's my thing. I could eat like this bag, this eighth of mushrooms over a month or today I can eat this bag of this eighth of mushrooms and have like the greatest day of my life. <laughs> and uh, the problem is tomorrow I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy another bag. But this time I'm going to micro, you know, well, yeah, that's what the, the vial of acid. Like, sure, I could microdose this acid or I could just like, you know. Go off the deep end and lose my mind. Yeah, get another vial tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Like they'll be a tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, acid comeback would be cool. Maybe the music would be good again. I don't know. Music is so shitty now. Across the board. That's a good call. That's what we need to bring the music back. To bring the music back. Get rid of this fucking DJ bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the synthesized uh, music, man. It's very fake and thin. It has no, you know, what is it? Uh, Not appealing. You know, energy. I don't know. It's weird. I, I've been to some of these shows. No soul, man. No soul. Yeah, there's no soul. You know? It's interesting. But I don't know. Music will never uh, go in one direction anymore. You know, uh, there's at all times a million genres and a million mixes of genres. And so, and we all have it at, you know, in the palm of our hands. So you think like, uh, you know, like, like Bruce Springsteen just, I think it was Bruce Springsteen just had like this big argument with Ticketmaster and their new pricing thing. Sure. Where like they were selling his tickets for like five, six thousand dollars. Right. Right? Yeah. And this guy's playing fucking uh Born to Run from forty years ago. That's right. Right? 
In 40 years, is anybody going to pay $5,000 to go see DJ Khaled? <laughs> Only if he has Bruce Springsteen playing with him. That's playing yeah. with him, yeah. Or half of Bieber's face. <laughs> oh, too soon, but yes, too you soon, are sorry. right on the money with that one. No, not too soon. I think it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> It's you know either, what I mean? Well, yeah, it's either you go see The Boss or you go see, you know, Space Spangle. And, you know, it's like... <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, you know. DJ Halfhead. You yeah, know, man. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I know a guy, uh, he went to... He, he was going to some show recently, and it was it's like Spangle Dongle, something like that. And I, he's like, oh, yeah, they're really ahead of their time and all this stuff. And it's like a DJ and whatnot. You know, I'm like, all right, cool, let's... Interesting, and uh, recently this guy went to see the Polish ambassador, hmm. and apparently this guy's very uh, comical and goofy, and he does all this funny stuff, and uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about the guy's music. but Wait, He's just... like the Polish ambassador in America, or the American ambassador in Poland? No, that's just his name, and he's just a DJ. Oh. Oh, stupid <laughs> name. <laughs> Oh, you fucking idiot. I think he's Polish. I think he's actually from Poland. <laughs> I hope so with that fucking name. I, I mean, know he's Polish with that name. Oh, so that's right. And we can make that joke, folks. It's allowed. And so... Uh, I can just imagine how shiny his shirt is. <laughs> it's very fucking shiny. Polish. He wears like a yellow jumpsuit. It's like of his, course he It's does. like his shtick. Oh, yeah, man. No style. Well, so that's what you're getting in the music scene, Mike. So you either go see The Boss or, you know, Elton John announced he's coming here to Denver. You can get a ticket in the nosebleed at the Pepsi Center for, like, uh, $2,000, right? Yeah, like, retarded. Yeah, you know, like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but it's his last show, and he's going to die any minute. So, you know, they're throwing together this last fucking tour, and they're milking everyone for every penny they got on this shit. Uh, to be fair, he deserves it, man. That guy lived through the 80s. No AIDS. That's what they tell you. No AIDS. You don't think, you think he's got it? Nah. Psst, come look at Magic Johnson. I guess. Good call. He got AIDS in the 80s, and he's healthier than any guy his age now. Yeah, but we all know he has AIDS. Like, Elton John, I don't think he could hide that. I mean, have you seen Elton John lately? He doesn't look that healthy. Ah, uh, Frank, he didn't look healthy when he was 20. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Maybe he had He actually looked time. exactly the same when he was 20. And it's not a compliment to him now. That's a diss <laughs> to when you were 20. You know? Yeah. I'm insulting the 20-year-old you. <laughs> he actually looked really sickly younger. And then when he grew older, he turned into, like, kind of like a, like, your mom's, like, your friend's mom in, you know, suburbia, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You look look very good for an 80-year-old lesbian. The problem (laughs) is you looked like an 80-year-old lesbian when you were 20. (laughs) He he did go full-on lesbo. That's pretty crazy. I know lesbians that aren't as lesbian as him. Yeah. <laughs> like the haircut and everything. Everything. Yeah. I was just thinking, yeah. It, like the dude was bald, so he chose those wigs. Like he went and embraced. Is he bald? Oh, like famously. Historically. Like, yeah, since like he was bald like uh, when he did Crocodile Rock. Hey, Ellen John, hook me up with your uh, your wig guy. I gotta give me a wig. <laughs> if you do, Mike, you gotta go full lesbo like Elton did. That's my only well, I, fuck, I fuck women. I'll go lesbian. No, I just mean with the wig. Oh, okay, yeah, I will, yeah. 
Lesbo do. I love that. That's fantastic. Like a kind of mullet, but not really bleach tips. <laughs> I, I gotta say, in no point in his career did he have like a masculine toupee or like a thing going on there. I feel like he always embraced yeah, He the, went all out. He was a feminine kind of fella. Yeah. You somewhat even say a lady fella. Almost. The original. The OG lady fella. <laughs> he was never a lady fella. He was a queen. <laughs> Never lady. Uh, you're thinking of Freddie Mercury, Mike. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it was really funny. I was listening to a podcast where they were trying to, uh, the guy had jacked up teeth and somebody was like, you know, you're, you do kind of look like Freddie Mercury. And then they were trying, they were trying to get this guy to like, he had no idea who he was. Neither a compliment, both fixed and busted teeth look. I feel like Freddie looked almost like a horse. When he got the teeth fixed. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? He had that kind of thing going on. <laughs> no British people are beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't want to hate on our UK brethren out there, but you like, know, come they, on. they've, they've had a tough week. Beauty. They've had a tough week, Mike, so I didn't want to, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're not hurts. known for their beauty. <laughs> Boris Johnson was good look- is good looking in their country. You know? <laughs> He's like a UK nine. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if I agree, but. And you, you think, know. like, well, what about the guys that are skinny? No, then they look like Mick Jagger. It doesn't <laughs> get better with less weight. You know what I mean? <laughs> your, reference, your reference for men in the UK is Boris Johnson and Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger, that's it. No in between. <laughs> No Eddie Redmayne, no uh, no current modern actor that's, you know, heartthrob that's British, you know. <laughs> Christian Bale, you know, get some, out of here. Some like, 80 year old heroin addict or yeah. some 60 year old uh, what, heroin addict? <laughs> this <is a> politician. <laughs> Who's that guy? They he wore a dress recently, and everyone lost their mind. Uh, there's been a few of them. They're all from Harry Britain. Styles. Harry Styles. Yeah, you. Can, he you endorsed know. Beto. Oh yeah, Be- Beto. Do you even know where you're running for governor, buddy? You're in Texas, and your campaign is, is you're campaigning on taking away guns. And this dude dressed in a as a chick is is, is loves me. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, Beto, you're good at faking nationalities and accents. Just move to Britain, dude. It should be good. Move oh, to you London. got the teeth for it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Everybody's got the smile for Britain. It's you, buddy. <laughs> Fuck. That is a horse face. That's a face only a horse mother can love. You know? <laughs> Again, some of the most like uh, world-renowned actors that are considered gorgeous and beautiful by all standards. From Brit- from London. From Name the UK. One. Like, you're just like... Uh, there's that other guy who recently wore a dress to this like gala thing, and he was praised for it. He's in the new Dune. Yeah, so you're you're naming guys like Britain. You people are so ugly that your men are beautiful than the women. Here's the, <laughs> they have that Korean thing going on, right? The like the uh, BTS boys, right? <laughs> you, you take a look, like they you see like a thumbnail picture of the BTS guys out of South Korea. You cannot tell. <laughs> What's going on there? You're not sure. No, you're, you're like, I definitely like half of them. It's the haircuts, I think. You know, they got the less. I'm very comfortable with my sexuality, but I 
Gotta admit, I cannot look at those pictures too long. You've just made, you've, through. you've made this comment before. <laughs> you have, uh, you have, we have lots of proof of this comment going down. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get suspect. You know, <laughs> I have some questions. Don't stare at that picture too long, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. Uh, well, uh, who's a beautiful Brit? Well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, you got the, uh... Come on, is Eric in here? I know he's got You one. got Beckham. Remember Beckham? All right, I'll give it to you. But you had to name a dude. And give he me was, a chick. No, he was married to the Spice Girl. She's she's super gorgeous. All the Spice Girls, they were all super babes. All right, I'll give you the Spice Girls. You know, you know the UK, I feel like they don't produce a lot of the, uh, super, you know... When it comes to babes in Hollywood, that's a U.S. thing, uh, I feel like. I guess David Beckham's wife is pretty hot. Yeah, I can't think of her name for... Uh, Victoria. Victoria, yeah. She's Sporty Spice. Come on, man. Yeah, she's pretty sexy. Yeah, for sure. Dude, they all are. You know, and Look, <clears throat> I mean, again, we're, you know, we're based out of the U.S., Mike, but a little biased, but I gotta say... You know, there's a lot of songs out there supporting this. There's just nothing like the American women, man. No, dude. Look at look at uh, uh what's what's uh look at Elliot Page. He's a dude. Our dude is hotter than any chick from Britain. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it going there. Our chicks turn into dudes, and they're still hotter than your chicks. You know? I would actually even say, take a look at Caitlyn Jenner. Uh. Maybe- <laughs> Put her up and put her up against. Uh, I put her up against Meghan Markle any day, you know. (laughs) Oh wait, no, that's ours. (laughs) You see, they're so shit. The chicks in the UK are just not. They don't compare to the uh, the Americans. Uh, Harry had to come. Even your prince had to come here and take our fucking Uh, pee actor. Right, pee actor. Couldn't even get a host. Had to get the girl holding the briefcase. <laughs> Coming from the two rate podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Megan Markle, you loser who's only a millionaire that married a prince. Let me teach you something about success. Success. <laughs> I just made it into the union as an apprentice. Third year. <laughs> Yeah. Then I still live in my grandma's basement. But I'm moving out soon. <laughs> Once this apprenticeship gets over with, you know, two more years. It's a five year plan. I'm in the middle of a five year plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me on that one. Oh, man. We, I got both of us on that one. That's but listen, I'm a main character in a sh- podcast with no listeners right that's, that's right. better than just being a briefcase holder on a mainstream show that also know? has no listeners or watchers that's right megan <laughs> <laughs> i'm the second best host of the show megan merkel uh her, you know let us not forget please let's all pause and have a moment of silence to remember the day uh that harry uh wore the hitler costume Very good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the day they removed his balls. You know when he did that Oprah interview? Oh, yeah. That's right. Jesus Christ. What happens when you do Oprah? Something 
Something well, bad. She gets one ball, your wife gets the other. Oh man. Well, I feel like uh you have to do Oprah as a punishment. Remember like Tom Cruise had to do Oprah <laughs> and then he just lost his mind and went totally bananas. <laughs> Jumping There's on no the couch. Fucking Oprah. I don't think Oprah has sex. <laughs> <laughs> No, she's uh, she is um, I believe a lesbian would be my guess, but you know. I'm sorry to think her and Op- uh, Whoopi Whoopi are the same person. Yeah, Whoopi's got a little bit of a fire under her, and I think we established she's the marshmallow uh, Stay Puffed Man from Ghostbusters. <laughs> I think everybody knows that, Mike. Come on now. She's gonna be in the reboot. You gotta diversify. <laughs> is she? Oh, dude, that's great. That's actually. You know. <laughs> Diversity is key. <laughs> to, to recast the Stay Puff guy as black. Oh, the that's chocolate what I, marshmallow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, and the slime guy is now blue. <laughs> right? No, he's Asian. Come on, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the slanty eyes. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, did you catch the man, the myth, the legend, the Ted Cruz on The View this week, speaking right. of Whoopi the Goldberg? Fucking, the meme of this episode was fucking great. Him, <laughs> him as Russell Crowe in The Gladiator, like right at the scene. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Sir, Mr. Ted Cruz, we are very entertained, and we thank you. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Go watch The View from yesterday. Ted Cruz is on it. Uh, I couldn't clip. I, I wish I had enough time to clip the whole thing. He does a tour de force on this thing. <laughs> Dude, it is so great. <laughs> and now that he deals with... Uh, he has to deal first with uh, the panel there. Just this onslaught of nasty rhetoric and stuff where they bring up where Trump made fun of his mom or his wife and his dad (laughs) and they just they were really unrelenting to him and then on top of it they had hecklers the fucking what did I say the the lack of self-awareness right because you guys at the same time right this is literally what happens is you guys ridiculed this man Ted Cruz you are not even a man I'm not even sure you have a dick because <laughs> this man made fun of you and your wife he made, you guys were campaigning against each other and he really went after you he dug in and then when he became the he got the nomination everything later on you were running you guys buried the hatchet and he came out and endorsed you and you guys shook hands on stage and everything what a piece of shit you're not a man right but then later on they go why is it that we can't just put aside our differences and come together? Well, I'm pretty sure Ted Cruz has proven he can do it. <laughs> you guys just you guys just made fun of him for doing it, right? Absolutely. Does that make does that not make sense on why we can never come together? Because you guys are refusing to come together. Uh right? Yeah, dude, he uh gets drilled on so many levels that the the election stuff how he Apparently was able to put aside his personal differences with Trump and be a uh, an adult and a politician. Be an adult, be a, a politician. Do your job. They were shocked at that. Uh, and I, you know, honestly, there, there used to be a time in America where you could go to work and you didn't have to like your boss. <laughs> right. That's right. Right. Yeah. You didn't have to be your boss's best buddy. You you just went and did your job, and he did his job. 
And when you guys ran against each other, you were running against each other. But then when it was all said and done, you're on the same party. You're on the same team. You know? Yes. Absolutely. And uh, we used to have a thing called, you know, they used to work together back in the day. People, you know, even politicians, believe it or not. And it didn't matter what your uh, political leaning was. People just kind of worked together. That's how we did things back in the day. remember the media being this so obvious to the left no and they're so nasty about it and then they're asking like these the nasty they questions. Ask the questions yeah very nasty very mean and ted cruz uh he's humble he's uh realistic he's sincere and in a you know in a weird way i think he's being kind of honest about <clears throat> the reality of the situations and yeah, absolutely and the people on the left it seems like uh, they live in such a weird, bizarre, alternate reality now that they they can't even come to the table for five seconds with Ted Cruz and agree on anything. Not even one, like not even on, on basic, uh, basic, like obvious anything, man. Like yeah. Ted Cruz, they it, what? Here's what's amazing to me: the people on the left can sit there and say, "How dare you support a man who challenges the outcome of the election?" And then the rebuttal will be. Well, you supported a side that challenged the outcome of the previous election. And they say, no, we didn't. Okay, well, we can't can't argue about it. Their response is, well, that election was illegitimate. (laughs) Okay, well, now we can't even have a discussion. There's no conversation. How do we go forward in this conversation? I don't know if you catch it in that clip, but Whoopi says, well, because it's true. Yes, she does sneak it in there. I, uh... It, he's on there for a long chunk of time. It gets disrupted by these hecklers for climate change of all things, which is really funny. And then Whoopi yells at the hecklers, which I actually enjoyed. Um, worth your time to check out uh, that part of the view, believe it or not. But we, uh, I took a little snippet here. Our production team did. Uh, Ted Cruz, uh, diplomat, dude. He's just a, you know, he's a professional dude. I, you know. Professional politician, lot to career politician. It's hard to dislike this guy, honestly. He's very I, smart. I, I have I, to be honest. Yeah, I've mentioned it before. I really suggest looking up the verdict with uh, yeah Ted Cruz. It's a great insight to Congress and just like the view of what's going on in Congress from a lawyer's perspective. For sure, he, he's a dude. I'm a dumb plumber. I don't know shit about the law. Right, he really does know and understand the law. Ted Cruz, smart guy, and he's uh, very well spoken, and he gets his point across. Uh, you know, if he looked like and better to, I was just about to say, and he's, you got to listen to the podcast. He's better to listen to than talk to. He's got a great voice for radio. Again, I bring, you I know? believe in this. We should eliminate uh, the visual debates and let the politicians only debate on radio. Ah, nah, because. I, I just want to hear gonna, you. Cause, no, because, dude, you're picking one person out of 330 million people. You should sound good and look good. You have to go across the world and represent us visually and audibly. We got too many people who look good and sound like morons, so we got to reverse course somehow. And by the yeah, way, the, by yeah, the way, who the, would win? Who would win in a, 
in an auditory only but you debate. don't want a guy that fucking <laughs> sounds like a good but looks like a fucking retard dude no offense to ted cruz i love the guy i listen to him and everything really? but you look maybe like you grandpa want, munster had maybe, a bad day but maybe you, know? you want the smart ugly guy instead look who would win in the debate if you were just listening to it dr oz or john fetterman <laughs> <laughs> It's on right now, dude. I know. We're going to talk about it on Thursday. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> a modern doctor against a caveman? Instead, oh, you're looking you're... at the the freaking uh, ogre caveman, dude, and you feel sorry for the guy. Well, to be that one, you could look at it. You could hear it. Either one, it doesn't look good. For, it's not, good <laughs> it's for not a good look. I could tell you're retarded through Braille. <laughs> I still think he should embrace the caveman look. It's a genius idea. <laughs> Running for Senate so easy a caveman could do it. <laughs> that should be your fucking slogan. Come on! <laughs> you know, and then the next commercial that pops up, Running for Congress is so easy my hump is doing it. Oh my god. You, do th- you run those on hump day, Wednesday, you know? <laughs> What's John Fetterman's favorite day? Oh, hump wait, day! Yeah. <laughs> Him and the camel could do a song, My Humps, you know, do a little dance. God, I got to write the whole campaign for you guys. <laughs> this is for free, people. Get out of here. <laughs> we're just giving it away. I can't even, oh yeah, okay, here we go. A real politician who can actually speak words and hasn't had a stroke recently. Here we go, Ted Cruz, just owning Dude, the ladies. Not to John Fetterman with my humps. That would be fucking genius. That would be the only commercial I would run. <laughs> like you guys make fun of my hump, I'm gonna run a commercial about my humps. You know? I don't know. Yeah, there's. <laughs> the problem with the left is they got no sense of humor. No sense of humor, and you can't. And that's why. That's why Ted Cruz can go on the View. <laughs> Because he, he has a sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah, and actually... I, I don't know if you cut the clip where, uh, <laughs> where the protester yells, I was going to say you. that you read, you read my mind. You're psycho. Did you, oh, did no, you cut, no. is it in the clip? I don't know. Uh, I can't remember at this point, but... Um, oh, but you got to listen for it because he throws the out best the joke. most yes. genius <laughs> joke. I know what you're going to say. nobody catches it because you're too fucking dumb, dumb. you fucking liberal fucks. And it's uh, when they're Ugh. kicking out the protesters, uh, he mentions how they're lucky there isn't a Picasso behind them. Because he says, what did she say out of here that they go, oh, they're protesting climate change. Yes. <laughs> he says, thank God there's not a pa- Picasso behind Whatever. us. <laughs> it, it is quiet. It, he sneaks it in. And you were right. It is so far over their heads. They, I'm sure even after they watched the tape, they didn't understand what it was about. No, and I knew you would catch it right away. I absolutely loved it, but there were several fantastic owns in this whole interview process. Uh, I just, um, here's my thing. Ted Cruz, he walks into the lion's den there, or the, the hens, uh, or the hens roost. I don't know what, <laughs> the chicken coop. <laughs> he, he wanders into the, the chick, he walks into the chicken coop there, and uh, <laughs> he knows he's going to get pecked alive. All right. The real question is, how does Whoopi fit through that door? But he goes in there with Mikey Wright, a sense of humor, and, uh, you know, he's self-aware, and he he just comes across, actually, just as a nice guy and very smart, and I, I feel like uh, they didn't get out of this what they had hoped they would. Because you know what the problem is? 
Ted Cruz walks in there and he's just he's just looking for the exposure to sell some books, right? And he knows this is about to go viral, so he doesn't care. And you guys are like, oh my god, there's blood in the water. Get him! You know? That's right, and folks, I know you're dying to hear this after our 20-minute build-up to this Ted Cruz clip. <laughs> Let's hear it, Ted. The tension is building, I know. All right, here we go. Finally. Give it to me, Theodore. <laughs> we may make it 10 seconds through this Ted Cruz clip. Here we go, folks. Biden is the president today. There's a lot of folks in the media that any time... Oh, hold on, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm answering exactly that question. Okay. There are a lot of folks in the media that try to... Anytime a Republican is in front of a TV camera, try to say the election was fair and square and legitimate. You know who y'all don't do that to? You don't do it to Hillary Clinton, who stood up and said Trump but stole the election. You don't Abrams, who said boss. who said that the election was stolen. They sat here yes. and said it was That's illegitimate, right. and, and, it and was. you guys were fine with it. it okay, was. so it's illegitimate did, did when Republicans she, did, win, the, but not when Democrats. Win. No, you know here. Yeah, you're right. She declared it was the illegitimate the thing. Right there. We may not like when Republicans win, but we don't go and we don't storm. We don't try to change. But we'll go to the. January 20th, uh, 2016. <laughs> or 17, I'm sorry. Where cities across I don't know this what country kind of were burning and, and police cars well, were being yeah, firebombed. You Your position is the left doesn't engage in violence, really? No, they wanted to nuke our friend Mike Pence. Like, we how didn't do we do, make you sense just of accused that? us of doing something we didn't do. You said Hillary Clinton didn't say whatever she didn't say. I'm saying to you, listen. And she said we it's sitting said, here, and you we were fine come, with her saying it was illegitimate come, yes, for, for Republicans her it was. to win. She called so, Donald Trump for her it morning was. and she yeah. conceded the election, Ted. Okay. Took the Look. Call. As did oh, yeah. All right. She, she, she sat there while, while Donald Trump Hillary was getting Clinton sworn says in. says Trump is an illegitimate Two president. Hillary Clinton right. says the it's... election is stolen from you. Hillary Clinton in 2002, George W. Bush was oh, selected, not elected. Joe Biden, this piece Al Gore was, <laughs> was elected president. So Joe Biden claims George W. Bush was elected president. We don't scream at each other, right? Or, do, or is it just you that gets to okay, scream? Okay, no, no, I agree. Okay, then lower your voice. Oh, they can all yell at him. While he's talking, right? Yeah, right. You like that? Well, you're a man. But 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 I then address the. Okay, you look at this. The best part is, I always want to call him a white man. He's actually The chairman of the January. The best part about all this is Ted Cruz is a minority. He's a minority. You people should love him. They're tearing this guy to shreds. It's You guys know you're losing the Latino vote here, huh? Oh, I'm sorry, Latinx. You're calling the Cuban guy a fascist. Where have we gone? <laughs> <laughs> this is so unreal. <laughs> like, we're through the looking glass, man. This oh, committee it's unbelievable. objected to a prior presidential election. Representative Raskin, the lead prosecutor for the impeachment, objected to a prior presidential you've election. And, and the absolute hypocrisy. Democrats say uh, this uh president we don't like him but we're not going to do our job oh we yes did, they, they did their okay. job oh, as the book described to go the department of justice doesn't let him answer <laughs> <laughs> never, never lets the guy answer they fucking cut <laughs> off dude i'm not even kidding uh, mr cruz have you ever heard a democrat say that i don't think so we have to go uh Hey, Mike, uh, so what's your opinion on this whole thing? Uh, okay, that's all the time we got for the show today. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. What the fuck is that? 
She literally goes, you have one minute. No, 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 you're wrong. Okay, we got no more time. What's your book? Screw that book. We gotta go. Turns out we all tested positive for COVID, and they just move them all out of the... Oh, hey Good reference, man. Whoa! Yeah! Remember that whole ordeal? How good would that have been if they emergency removed for the fucking COVID? Because they just got freaking owned so hard on everything. Like, one, this whole like one by one, after every one of them, answer, like after he answers each question, they just start removing them one by one. <laughs> Whoopi, we gotta get you out of there. You're being destroyed. So I think Ted Cruz is really funny. He kept us cool. He held his own. And uh, I can't believe here we are in 2022. And that's what I'm saying about Ted Cruz. Right? How far we have gone. He's, he won me over for sure. Well, Ted, you know. Again, man, we went through such a weird loop during the pandemic and everything that followed it. You know, and on the other side of it, man, the most sensible, logical people who were fighting most you know loudly for freedoms were Rand paul and ted cruz what the fuck happened here two guys we laughed at in 2016 yeah couldn't even believe they were running fools that's right no man i wish you know ted cruz will never win no Rand paul too he just got a face you want to punch Rand paul has that pompous ass face you know sure but I tell you what, if someone ran and said, hey, you know, uh, that Ted Cruz guy will be on my cabinet, I'd be a little more interested in this guy running. Absolutely. Absolutely. If I'm going to let Rand Paul decide uh, some health decisions for this Rand country. Paul will be our health, uh, you know, in, in charge of our whatever the Fauci Wh- shit was. Whatever that <laughs> tranny is, if we put Rand Paul in there. Oh, yeah. The crazy. Uh, whatever uh, that scientist from Independence Day that you call a woman. <laughs> Yeah, that first female admiral. If we could replace her with Rand Paul, I'm all for it. Whatever. If we could just, you know, change the scene. And hey, don't you think maybe that's across the board? People are just taking a look at what's happening here and like, enough with the clown show. I've had enough. Yeah. Thank you. Stop spending money. <laughs> it was entertaining while it lasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't need more trannies. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this Artemis rocket? Can we get this to the moon? It's never going to happen. How- how many Republicans do I have to vote for for this Artemis rocket to go to the moon? <laughs> We're starting to look really bad to China here. So, you know my hang-up with uh, sports broadcasting lately, how they're being very inclusive with the individuals who are now sportscasters, right? And so there, we don't have a lot of Bob Costases anymore, you know? Yeah, right. It's kind of, you know, we don't have a lot of people who've, like, studied how to... Uh, how to do what they do there? That's just people who are just you know moved into the spot because they check off a box. Uh, I've been catching a lot of football lately. And were you watching the Bears game on Monday night by any chance? Nah, but they beat the the Patriots. So they did. And did you happen to see the blonde female referee? No. <laughs> that was a bit. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. I was just, uh, you know, I have been <clears throat> mindful of all the box checking that's been going on, and I thought, oh, this is new. This was the new one. And yeah, she's the, I knew there was a female referee in the league. So there's a female, there's re- more female refs in basketball. And so there's interesting dynamics now when the players want to, like, challenge a call. 
Because <laughs> they got to check themselves, you know, they can't. Because you can't. You can't be too aggressive, Mike. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's interesting. The inclusivity. Yeah. Uh, I was mentioning to you how the game of football, the NFL product, has just uh, worsened quite a bit over the years. And it's the whole all-around product. We were discussing, you know, the play calling and the plays and everything. But even, like, the conversation in the booth and, you know, the refs and everything, it's just, ugh. And then the commercials. And you're like, oh, I'm a racist guy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. fuck. All right. That's why, the, and then that's it's why like, nobody's watching it. Nobody's going to the games. I was know? dragged down by watching this game. I kept, I, I kept changing out of it. I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? And it just seems like you guys are going to too many commercials. And not only this, back to the gameplay even, that, uh, Justin Fields, he kept having to run and scramble and run the ball out of bounds. Uh, you know, the defense would hug him, man. Well, yeah, you can't tackle. Nah, they would literally hug him. I, <sighs> yeah, I, I turned it off towards the end. I, no, we need to decide. We, I, I think we need to decide whether we want to do football or are we going to do lacrosse. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars a game to hug each other. You can't hit them. Yeah. And then, and then you have a person with no experience broadcasting, broadcasting, and then he has as his play-by-play guy a dude who used to play football who's completely brain dead at this point, and then, <laughs> and then you cut to the absurd call made by the ponytail blonde chick who's never played football in her entire life who knows nothing about the game. No, she knows about the game, but yeah, no, right, you know nothing about the game. She probably played it. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. I can't handle that to stuff. To be honest with you, the, the female ref is the least of my problems with the NFL. It's a combination of all of it. I'm saying it's all it's it all, is all of it, but It's everything, dude. It's the tackling. Dude. It's like you'll watch a play. Good hit. Oh, big hit. Oh, flag. What? Uh, His shoulder pad went above the elbow. and the, It's like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck, man? You know? But the blown call, I want to see Bill Belichick go scream in the guy's face and spit in him and they're all like, you know, chest to chest and bumping and yelling and, you know, he can't do that with the blonde. It'd be, it'd be embarrassing because his titties are bigger. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying there's some dynamics lost here, man. <laughs> The game has been lost. Yeah. I'm glad they're including everybody, but <clears throat> I'm having an issue <laughs> with the quality. Include, uh, but yeah. make it more quality. Make you know, improve the quality. If we're including I, in, I in guess it should quality, be like if you're going to be a ref, you should have to play college, right? Yes, I think you should have compete at least at the collegiate level, right? I I don't know. Is yeah. that what the refs do? Or I could be wrong. I know when it comes to refs. Uh, in basketball, they all come out of this place in Jersey, and they're all part of the mafia. So that's a whole other story on its own. <laughs> I'm sure it's the same with the football, man. I mean, I don't think some of these guys probably never played. You're probably right. Maybe I'm an asshole. A sexist, bigot asshole. You are. That's Definitely true. sexist. Oh, excellent. Well, I'm glad I covered all <laughs> grounds then. It's all right, though. We'll let you slide. 
slide for now, Mike. I may slide for now, but uh, if I'm not lucky, I may become victim to the triple damage. The what? You haven't heard about the triple demic, sir? <laughs> no. Oh, Mike. <laughs> no. Lock your doors. Tune into your Grubhub. <laughs> triple mask, sir, and stay away from grandma. Uh-oh. It's the winner of triple demic. This morning, concerns of a potential triple demic are triple growing. Triple <laughs> RSV and COVID ramping up earlier than expected. The last few weeks is something that I've never seen before. Rhode Island, Delaware, Maine, and Washington, D.C. now reporting more than 90% of their pediatric hospital beds are full. Like Several other people. states between 80 and 90%. Many patients battling RSV, the common respiratory illness that's usually like a simple cold, but can be very serious in children under two. It's Mask very up. worrisome because we're not even in winter. It's still only fall. So as oh. the winter hits, oh as flu the starts TikTok coming, videos are around the corner, Mike. Here kids. they come. <laughs> in Providence, Hasbro Children's Hospital is now at 125 percent capacity. I can already Extra see the patients routines. staying in the emergency department <laughs> while they wait for available beds to be admitted. The it's unprecedented, <laughs> and because of that, we are sort of in a whole new world right now. We are trying to manage the sickest of the patients right now and let people know that if they're coming in with more minor complaints, that they might have to wait for a while. As for the flu, pharmacy giant Walgreens now says activity at its clinics is more than 10 times higher than it was last season, and that it's doubled in just the past two weeks. We're seeing it in the cities in the south, and we're seeing it move a lot faster than we have in the past. All of it weighing on parents across the country. Who's have a hard time breathing. In South Carolina, Corey Robertson's newborn son had RSV and was on a ventilator to help him breathe. I was very scared. You know, he's seven weeks old, so I definitely had fear that I haven't really felt before, just the unknown. And today, President Biden is set to get his Omicron COVID booster shot as public health <laughs> officials urge Americans across the, the country to make sure their COVID and flu shots are up to date to potentially ease the strain on hospitals like these <laughs> over the next few months. Hoda. All right, Gabe, thank you so much. Hey, thanks, Gabe. He's getting that boost. Thanks, Gabe. Yeah, man, the boost. Gotta get boosted. Oh. So the only yeah. thing that can stop a triple demic is triple shots. That's right. All right. Get your COVID, get your flu, and then RSV. I'm assuming they have something. Yes, sir. They got it. You just double up on the COVID? <laughs> RSV. Man. Has to be, I'm guessing, what? A uh, symptom from or, you know, caused uh, uh, by the vaccine? potentially here is going to be like right this. i mean dude we're having all these problems now it's kind of like monkeypox right we send out these vaccines this weird thing that we haven't seen in a long time just sweeps the country yeah and not only that just all these different things yes. myocarditis heart <clears throat> disease mike according to the studies myocarditis and heart issues or uh, inflammation is guaranteed no matter what no, from the vaccine? Yeah. Like temporarily or Yeah, you're getting it. You are going to get an en- like an enlargement of your uh heart action. It can't be 100%. Oh man, I'm I think they are saying they are very close to allegedly basically saying if you got this vaccine, you you know, 
you had some you had some action happen. And I, yes, I do think there's they are a saying, lot of people dying this week that but, were like young. Potentially, uh, dude. There was like a in like two days. There was a rugby player. There was a high school player. Yeah, yes, that's right. And then there was a football player, a college football player. Yes, it was sir. All in like two days. That's right, man. Oh yeah, and, uh, and they just dropped dead on the field. Also, and this is a stretch, I know, but this famous actor who I'm not familiar too familiar with. He's a comedian. He was on Will and Grace. Apparently, uh, he died in a car accident. Over the weekend, yeah. he was 67 or so, uh, and all these actors were heartbroken about it. And I'm only bringing it up because accidents are through the roof, and you know, there's a lot of you know alleged issues with the brain with these vaccines. Did did you see? Did you see that there was that WWE star? His son died. Yes, I saw they, that. They wouldn't tell any. They, it was like a big thing because For they sure. really wouldn't say how he died, right? It, you know what they're saying? It was now the the official story is the kid quit drinking alcohol, right? That's right. And that caused him to have a seizure, and the seizure from the lack of alcohol caused him to have a heart attack. Twenty six years old. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I dude, I don't buy that for one second. Just a lot of young people dying. Yeah. And it's pretty unusual. And the car accident uh, guy, uh, I only bring it up because Anne Haish also died under very bizarre car accident like you know scenario, and they ended up blaming it on drugs and what have you. And it it just all these people are dying in bizarre ways, and then you kind of don't get a full answer on how they're going, but it kind of all seems to be stemming down to, like, strokes and heart attacks. Yeah, exactly. Like Bob Saget. I know. It's one of the most... You still haven't told us what happened, huh? (laughs) That one got swept so hard. Like, and look, so many people died since Bob Saget, right? How could you even possibly remember? I know. I'm sure the year anniversary of it is coming up soon, and that'll, you know, dig up some uh, some memories for people. And maybe Coolio, we'll... that's right, Coolio. <laughs> I just saw a thing they're doing a, uh, uh, releasing a, like a funny documentary. It's it's Weird Al. You know Weird Al Yankovic. Oh yeah, I'm familiar with the Weird Al. The Weird Al, yeah. I just saw an interview where he was talking about. Uh, Amish Paradise. Yes. Great tune. <laughs> it is. Great tune. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of the Weird Al. His his whole catalog is is uh hilarious and entertaining. So always. funny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess Coolio hated that song. <laughs> nice. It makes it even better. It makes it so much yeah. better. <laughs> I, li- I like it even more now. <laughs> I like how he went, got the permission, and then made it, and he hated it. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, that's what it was all about. I guess uh, Weird Ale's people got permission from the producers. All right. Um, at everything, but they didn't get permission from Coolio. So that's why he was really pissed. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, happens. He, got over, he got over it. 
Well, it's just like uh, those jabronis who decided to leave Spotify for 48 hours uh, when they were pissed off that Joe Rogan was on it. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. And then they uh, talked to their lawyers, and the lawyers are like, actually, you don't even own any of your music. You can't even say that publicly. And they're like, no, <laughs> all right, we're back on Spotify, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, it's so funny because they the story was they did get permission from the the person who owned the song. It was like Frankie Munez or somebody. Frankie Munez? The, from, yeah, of like Malcolm in the Middle fame? Dude, yeah, it was like not so. him, but it was like somebody just as like obsc- like couldn't believe who it was. A more obscure actor than Frankie Muniz? How did you pull <laughs> Frankie Muniz out of your ass right there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're we're sticking with Frankie Muniz. It's so random that it has to be true. <laughs> I challenge everyone out there to prove me wrong. <laughs> It might be Frankie Muniz. I don't know. <laughs> he might be the gangster's paradise. Uh, the gangster in gangster's paradise, you know? Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Frankie Muniz, great, great call. Uh, I would say the gangster in the paradise of the international uh, scene right now, though, Mike, is your guy Putin... <laughs> are you hearing all the rage these days it's all over the place everyone's so into it mike come on you know what i'm talking about no i really don't i don't know what the uh obsession is mike well you better be scared bro because uh it's about to get dirty up in here <laughs> There are fears tonight that Vladimir Putin may be preparing to unleash a radioactive dirty bomb in Ukraine. Dirty! Top diplomats from the U.S., Britain, and France issued a rare joint statement rejecting (laughs) Russia's false claim that Ukraine has actually prepared to use such a weapon on its own territory. CBS's Holly Williams reports tonight from inside Ukraine. Today, Russia's general in charge of nuclear defense claimed that Ukraine's in the final stages of building a so-called dirty bomb and could use it against its own people. A dirty bomb has never been used Everything before, in is, is not a nuclear bomb, and would be far less <laughs> harmful. But by using conventional explosives <laughs> to spread radioactive material, it's an effective weapon of terror. The U.S. has dismissed Russia's allegation as transparently false. The world would see through any Russian attempt uh, to use this allegation as a pretext for escalation. If Russia claims Ukraine's preparing something, it means one thing, said Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, suggesting it's actually Russia that planned to use a dirty bomb. The U.S. has repeatedly accused Russia of so-called false flag operations, staging violent incidents and blaming them on Ukraine as a justification for its brutal invasion. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Staging <laughs> violent okay. situations, Mike? Dude, here's the problem we have, right? <laughs> here's the problem we have. What happened to that maternity ward that Putin bombed? Whoa. You didn't hear. You haven't heard anything oh, about that, right? You know why? Because it turned out Ukraine bombed it. Oh yikes! Oops. <laughs> Ukraine was trying to bomb a Russian stronghold, quote unquote, and actually bombed its own pregnant woman in a maternity ward at a hospital. 
right? Yeah, that's not a good look. Not a good look. <clears throat> but you guys lied to us about that one, right? All right, yeah. Putin was telling anybody that would listen that he didn't bomb this hospital. He knew it was a hospital, and he didn't bomb it. Uh, Turned yeah. out he was telling the truth. Wow. Right? Ghost of Kiev. Kiev. Knocks out nine planes, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Nine fighter jets. <laughs> Putin's trying to tell everybody that can listen, I haven't lost nine fighter jets. <laughs> Turns out you guys were lying. All right. Right? Yeah. So now Putin is saying, these guys are building and about to release a dirty bomb in order to get the U.S. to send a nuke into Russia. I'm going to have to be believe him. Because <laughs> you guys seem like you're doing everything you can to get into a nuclear war. He's kind of seeming like he's doing everything to not get into a nuclear war, but accomplish his military objectives. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, we really uh, forgot about that Nord Stream 2 really quickly. What happened? Did you, did you see that fucking Sweden will not release what it found? Yeah. Why is that, Mike? What's, uh... <laughs> they investigated. Uh-huh. You know what? We can't give you any information. We can't <laughs> release anything, but just take our word for it. It was Putin. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It just seems a little suspicious. I, I like that they're just, now nah, we, we can't reveal what's going on here. And so to play on to what you're saying, it's, you know, yeah, it makes me think that you guys shot it out then because that's kind of what Putin says. Hey, look, Putin was also saying a while back, uh, I'm against this World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. Because it's a, and, I'm, and one of the reasons I'm going in here is because you guys have these bioweapons labs right on my border. Which there it is. Turns out there were bioweapons labs right on his border. And he was really fucking worried because you guys just released this virus on the whole world. Yes, sir. And what uh, happened to those bio labs there, Mike? I really can't remember. Mm, they disappeared <laughs> with the ghost of Kiev. Kiev. And the maternity ward. <laughs> yeah. I'm it- just saying, man, you guys do not have a good track record. Well, it's really bad when when Putin is looking more honest than you. This and honestly, I have uh, Putin has more to 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 salvage. Like Putin's trying to save his life at this point because he's like, no, 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 they're gonna drop this bomb on themselves to force you to nuke me. Do not nuke me. <laughs> you know? Yes, that's what I think is happening here. That he's literally out loud saying they're about to nuke me. He's, they're about to make you nuke me. Yeah. They're going to release this dirty bomb. I don't know, man. No, you're right. And the blue hairs over here are cheering it on. They want it to happen. People like our parents, they say, yeah, we got to do whatever we can to save Ukraine. It's madness. Anyone agrees it's that it's a good idea to nuke anybody at this juncture. This is, this is crazy talk. This is crazy stuff. This war from the get-go has seemed a little phony. And by phony, it seemed from the beginning that Ukraine was kind of doing a little of its own self-damage. Absolutely. Dude, they're, they're doing everything. They're literally doing everything they can. And I mean everything to get us further into the war. So they'll <clears throat> bomb their own people. It's a wonderful uh, conspiracy there, Mike. Usually it's on the other side here. And I, I'm, I'm liking where you're, 
where you're at that with was this. A little, that was very conspiratorial. I like it. I'm into it. Yeah. I mean, you're essentially uh, suggesting that Ukraine is bombing the uh, border of their own country in order to incite a nuclear war between NATO and Russia. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? That's juicy. Oh. You need, you need you want NATO to come in and wipe out your enemy. You, know, that, you don't like the U.S., but the enemy of my enemy. Mm. You know? Yeah. And not only that, but you got the goods on the son of the president of the United States, so you can sucker them in to go along with whatever cockamamie plan you got uh, going on over here. You're literally just getting handed suitcases of money. <laughs> literally, actually. Just to shut up. <laughs> you know, come on TV once in a while, pretend like you need more. Yeah, and at this point, all jokes aside, what is the symbolism of this fucking t-shirt he's wearing? There is something, there's a message being sent. <laughs> I'm serious. There is a some weird uh, elitist message being sent across the waves by him wearing this ridiculous t-shirt. It's ridiculous at this point. I don't know about the t-shirt. All I know is we got to find an, <laughs> an, 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 a, a way out. There's no way out, man. There's got to be a way out. <laughs> no, I think they have to escalate. You know, a lot of things, a lot of what's really scary is they will not talk about it in the American press. But one of the, you know, we, we talked about it before, what brought down Boris Johnson. Americans don't really know. The one thing that really brought down Boris Johnson is Ukraine was going to deal with Russia. They were going to make a deal. And Boris Johnson personally flew into Ukraine and convinced Zelensky to end all talks with Russia. This was in June. This was the reason those people wrote that letter. The progressives? Because they want, now you gotta, like, what is our end game here? They're, you, I don't know. What? You're, you're acting as if your end game is to overthrow Putin. Is that really what we're going after here? Because we're not going to do it with a couple Nazis <laughs> on the Eastern in Eastern Donbass, you know? 